0: Okay, Autumn, we need to talk about something. Mm-hmm. I was listening to last week's show, yep. and then you brought it up again today, Fast Passes. Yes. You, you need to let them go, Autumn. They're gone.
1: I am willing to let them go, but we're planning a trip. I understand that I have to move on, but yeah. I'm also like still so new to disney in being a Disney enthusiast, that like that I'm mourning, I'm not like not moving on, but I'm but I'm mourning the concept of what was a fast pass. And yeah. that's okay, that's healthy. Yeah, but I'm I think it needs worker. to come to a time
0: that every time we bring up Genie Plus, you can't bring up you can't bring up how it you missed FastPass. But like Fast Pass left us. What has
1: it been? Three times?
0: Every time Jeannie Plus comes up.
1: <laughs> but we can count, I'm just saying we can count the number of times. So so grief is a process, Justin. It's not like a, oh we just accept tomorrow. I will get there. We're planning our next Disney trip. It's a
0: process. Fair enough. Hello there, my friends, and welcome to the Easy Dizzit Podcast, a podcast all about travel planning and Disney entertainment through the lens of mindfulness behavioral health, and humor. I'm Justin, a hyper-nerd travel planner and a behavior analyst.
1: And I'm Autumn, a new Disney enthusiast and a clinical social worker.
0: Now I'll bet you the amount of money you save by listening to today's episode, which is going to be a lot, that you're going to enjoy today's episode. It's a bit circular, but go with me here. And if you do like the show, well, our job is done. Unfortunately for you, we are now charging for the podcast if you like it. So, if you do like it, it, actually, it's going to cost one Apple Podcast review or Spotify rating. <laughs> so, the good news is, we're still free if you hate us. Also, tell your tax preparer about us. Uh, also, please ask them if they can explain depreciation as it relates to home offices, because I just really can't figure that out. But first, we go news, trivia, and mailbag with the magic man to my ticket booklet, Autumn.
1: <laughs> Hello, and, uh, and good morning, everyone. We're recording... Saturday morning, which isn't new. We haven't done this yeah. in a
0: while. Uh, recently had coffee. We're going to be very peppy today. Yes.
1: We <laughs> and we're going on a little bit of a getaway. My parents are watching our daughter, which yeah. is nice. And uh, we just feel like we needed some
0: sort of vacation. Uh, we're going to go visit some, some Disney friends in, in uh, Rhode Island. Yeah. It's going to be fun. All right, so you want to get right into Highly Suspect Headlines? Yes, I
1: would like that very much. All
0: right, excellent. So Highly Suspect Headlines. We could just read the news, but we're not going to read the news. I, I like to lie sometimes. So what we do with Highly Suspect Headlines is sometimes I'll be telling the truth, and sometimes I'll be lying about the news. And Autumn uh, has to decide which one is which. We score up the points, and who, and if she gets enough points, she gets to trade it in for a large stuffed giraffe. <laughs> That's how this works. Okay. <laughs> it's giraffes. New twist. All right. You ready for the first one?
1: Yes, I am ready.
0: Traditional meet and greets return to Disney parks next week. True. Ooh.
1: That's meet and greets with like princesses?
0: Yeah. So it's not exactly true. This is kind of a wobbly one. So Disney CFO Christine McCarthy at the uh, it wasn't the it wasn't the earnings call, but in a, a recent discussion, she hinted well she said they're coming back soon. So they're coming back soon. There is no uh, date Yeah, no, But it could no, be no. next week, I guess, so maybe that one is true. We won't know until next week though. Yeah.
1: Okay. So we'll check
0: back next week to see if you got that one right. Alright, right. will
1: have to do that. Yeah, I <laughs> know. I was hopeful that uh, that's the direction yeah. the world seems to be
0: So you really enjoyed, we booked a, um, I don't know, yeah, we did do a fast pass for uh, the Disney Princess meet and greet, and um, I was like on the fence about it, because I had never done them, but it it was Autumn's first trip, and I was like, yeah, I think she might, we'll try it, you know, we're not doing a lot of rides, so... Uh, Because you were pregnant at the time. So let's uh, book it. And you really enjoyed it.
1: I did. And the thing I enjoyed about it, which still sticks to me to this day, was there was one little girl in front of us that was um, waiting in line with her mom. And Mm -hmm. she got got up to, to meet the princess. She just was... That was a real princess. Yeah. Her eyes, I thought her eyes were gonna like bug out of her head.
0: <laughs> she was
1: she had like a book and she was asking her questions that she you know yeah. that she would ask that princess, you know? It yeah. was like, wow. That for me I, I think really was definitely the first moment there where I was like, Oh, okay. Like this is it and this yeah. is real and like this is the magic that people refer to. Yeah. You know, it, it kind of quelled my uh, inner and former Grinch about yeah. Disney. You were really, like, this
0: isn't Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> yeah. at that point. But yeah, I was just,
1: no, she, and I was like, I was like looking at her, like I now look at my daughter, I was pregnant at the time, and when's her mm. first kid, so I didn't mm. quite get, understand that, mm-hmm. but that was like, an English. are oh,
0: this yeah. is my family This is, this is something bring different. Bring
1: their young kids and spend the money, and. Uh, yeah, it was really, and then it was it was cool. But then I was actually honestly, a little nervous because I wasn't expecting the princesses to like be princesses. Yeah, like, I, was, I was talking to Diana, and then I was All like, in Oh my gosh, I yeah. am talking to Diana! And then I was nervous. It was fun, but I yeah. definitely was nervous. <laughs> it was weird.
0: It was great. I was. Not I was nervous too. Them to be that character. It's like it was slightly awkward for me. I'm glad I had you there because she just mostly talked to you, and I was like, yes. Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> I kind of turned into about, goofy about like the
1: baby shower and like ideas she oh, had. Oh yeah, that's and right. Food she would make.
0: Yeah. Stuff she led the conversation for sure. Yes. She, there were no empty gaps or awkward silences. No, she yeah. had no. She was. It
1: was really cool. So I definitely, I definitely want to do that again. And I'd love They're to back. find soon. That's awesome. Some princesses that aren't uh, as frequently out
0: to You want those like hard to get princesses? Headline. Yeah, you can find them in like Epcot. Yeah, okay. in the World Showcase. All right, ready for the second headline? Ready. The Walt Disney Company announced that they will pause all business in Russia. This is actually true.
1: Really?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Last week they said they were going to put a pause on all theatrical releases, and this week they're saying they're pausing all business. Wow. So, uh, yeah. Including content and product licensing, Disney Cruise Line activities, National Geographic Magazine and Tours, local content productions, yes. and linear channels.
1: Okay. Wow. So, like, all the things that, that, like, would have been shared or Russia would have had access to in
0: longer. It's not that they can't get access to Disney. It's just they're pausing, like, their business activity. Yes, in, yes we do. Where they can, that where they're not under contract. You know, they said they're gonna stop what they can now and you know fade out these other things that are under contract. It's one interesting thing they said here is that they were still gonna keep that they remain committed to their dedicated colleagues in Russia who will remain employed. So no one's getting fired. Uh, So that's cool. But that makes sense. But if there isn't a job, what are they gonna do?
1: Well, it depends. Maybe, maybe it's not like the, maybe the people employed there by Disney would solve a job they're stopping things that will have a you know what I mean no yeah. impact on like consumers not necessarily
0: employees. So I read this. I was like, oh, well, how much how much money do they, do they have going on in Russia? Like, right. how big of an impact does this have on the company? Right. And then I was so I was looking at the recent earnings call, and during that earnings call, the CFO said exposure to Russia was not significant. Which, you know, they might that's be right. saying because it's an investor's call and they want people yes. to not be afraid that they're going to lose a ton of money with what's going on. Right. But I I don't know. So they say yeah. there that it's not significant.
1: Okay. That makes sense.
0: All right. You ready for the next one? Yeah. All right. You're going to like this one. This one's exciting. Okay. It's a raven Simone headline. Yay! So raven Simone pens deal for new series Raven's Home on Disney Channel. The name of the series is Raven's yeah, Home. Th-
1: I thought that's not Adam. I, feel
0: like that's out already. I have no response to that comment. Say it. Can
1: you read that
0: line? Again? Yeah, Raven Simone pens deal for new series *Ravens Home* on Disney Channel. Yes. That is false. Because what you said.
1: Oh, it is. That's what I said. it's already been. It. It. I hear it. And I'm like, maybe, it was like <laughs> maybe I just made that up. You know, kind of thing. I'm like, is already yeah. okay. there already?
0: Yeah. There is already a show. And I didn't know that. I like read the headline, and they're like, because the headline was about season five. And I'm like, what? There's a series? I didn't know about this.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen it at all. But I remember yeah. I heard somewhere, like, isn't there, like, a new show? It's just, like her now.
0: Yeah, yeah, like- and she's got a kid. And apparently season five is a, is a, it's going to be huge for people who are into Disney Channel nostalgia. <gasps> yeah, that's what the article was about. So so
1: did you ever watch that song No,
0: no. You had to kind of explain the whole concept to me. We
1: should watch them episodes. Because she though.
0: has a psychic ability, right? Yes. Yeah. Which is cool. I like that. It's very cool. She tells the future and a little a family.
1: bit. family. She tells the future. Yeah. It's you know adolescence, so it's like grappling with that, and then having the weight of this information. And it's good. It was a good show. Yeah. On for a while. So I think it was one of the most popular ones. One of the ones that Disney. Remember they originally had that. You can only shoot thirty something up. It was like a small amount of yeah. episodes. than Then they want to. And yeah. that story even was one of the shows that
0: pushed. It was very popular. I'll watch one episode. I'll commit to watching one episode. You got to pick the episode. Okay. All right, you ready for the last headline?
1: Last headline. I'm uh, bombing today. I did, well, I got them all correct
0: last time. Good luck getting that stuffed giraffe at this rate, Autumn. Yeah. Uh, all right, you ready for this last one? Mm-hmm. It's another Raven Simone headline. Oh. Just kidding. It's not. Uh, it, <laughs> this one actually has to do with the Lightning Lane. Okay.
1: All
0: right, Lightning Lane added to the Fantasy of Festival Parade. Festival.
1: Where is
0: that? Magic Kingdom. Newly returned parade. This is the parade that true. you saw, true. and it is true. Yes. True. Yeah, so they added um, a lightning lane to it. I think it's part of this whole capacity for lightning lane that they've been running into. They've been people, booking up real quick.
1: People love parades. and It's coming back, so I imagine just to crowd control a little bit. I, I, that was my thought. It's to help,
0: like... Help people get a good spot to see. Map, yeah, and not just yeah. like,
1: a mass of people. You know what I mean? It does help
0: Well, there's going to gonna be nice a mass of people, people right? no matter what. No, there's sure, going to be a mass of people, no matter what. It just sets aside a, a location for people to... Reserve and to absorb some of this lightning lane, they, they're going to have a mass of people around the entire route, no matter what. We're just saying gotcha. that this little piece, this little mass, you have to reserve ahead, and it's going to prevent you, if you have a booking for that, from booking, you know, Space Mountain or you know, Splash Mountain or, or whatever. Gotcha. Take up a little bit of that capacity. Uh, it's going to be at the east side of the Cinderella Castle. Uh, it seems like a pretty good viewing location.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, and that that's. Is- that's it for this week for Highly Suspect Headlines. Autumn, thank you for playing. That's
1: awesome. Thank you, I appreciate it. And and, I got uh, you right, so.
0: Thanks for playing at home.
1: That's nice.
0: Yeah, send in <laughs> send in your results. Uh if you got four out of four, we'll send you a sticker. <laughs>
1: That's great. Alright, so now it's time for a Stump day where I, Autumn, try to stump my husband Justin with just weird and fun trivia related to Disney World, Land, Universal, etc.
0: Or the Proud family.
1: Or the Proud family. So
0: also Disney Media.
1: Yes, yep. The whole range. Yep. The whole range.
0: Hercules as well, there's often <laughs> that was that was a thing for a while. Yes. We haven't had any Hercules trivia in a while.
1: It's been a little bit. Yeah. It's been a little bit.
0: Thank
1: you for that reminder. <laughs> All right, so I have it's some interesting... There's some interesting different facts today that we've talked about. Mm-hmm. And, like, we have some answers to, which is kind of cool. Okay. All right, are you ready for the first Wait, one? you
0: have answers to these trivia questions? <laughs> okay. um, this is going to be a good... You, <laughs> now, listen, everybody, <laughs> you're in for a treat. <laughs> because our trivia questions today... We'll have answers. <laughs> okay, let me... Get, I need to explain that. Meaning,
1: like, answers to questions that we have pondered. Of okay. course, there's always answers. But there's two on here that we've been like, hmm, how do they do this? Okay. Well, and I'm, then we have answers to them. That's I'm the cutting answer. out your
0: explanation of that, so... <laughs>
1: Okay, so there's a whole lot of things, Justin, right, that mm-hmm. make Magic Kingdom feel all the parts, but particularly Magic Kingdom feel like magical. Sure. Feel special. Right? Sure. One of those things is something that we've talked about a lot, but we haven't been able to like, put our finger on it. Okay. Right? Do you have any guesses before I give you the uh, question? I have a million, million one guesses. One of those things that, we're, that we've talked about and be like, yeah, it's one of those things you don't realize has a presence until you leave, and then you're like,
0: oh. I don't know. The smellitzer is a big one for me.
1: That's exactly it. So yeah. that's the question. So,
0: did I already answer it? Did I get it right? Yep. <laughs> In a way, right?
1: <laughs> exactly. So, it's also what you smell, right? Yeah. There's a whole lot of magic to Disney. There's yeah. some that you see, some that you can't see. Smelling is one that you can't see, right? So, we've all had that. Both of us have had that experience. And if you've been to Disney, had the experience of smelling or just feeling good. How, how does Disney do this?
0: All right, so they have smellitzers, which is like it combines smell with howitzer. They're shooting the smell right into the air around you. And it's done strategically throughout the park.
1: It is done highly strategically throughout the park. It's mm. exactly what they're called smellitzers, very good. Um, and they have vents, and they have like different kinds of vents. Blowing in certain areas, mm. in certain directions, in certain areas of the park, mm. you know. So there's like a sweetness, which I was like, oh my gosh, I remember that, like when you're on um, Main Street and going yeah. through the stores, waffle cones, and then they have, but like even the way that they direct it, so you're not like, oh, I'm hit with this scent, oh, I'm because you no right, you don't, don't want to mix.
0: It. yeah, you know what
1: I mean? It's 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 really subtle.
0: When I listen to so, yeah. the Main Street audio loop, sometimes I can smell waffle cones. Yes! Yeah,
1: and one of well, I was thinking the other point of magic is that when you're in the, if you stay on site, uh, the TV has like that background. Mm-hmm. Remember, and I lo- like I could just well, I remember we would get back and I'd be like, oh, I could just watch the background. And I think there is some connection between what I was seeing. Yeah. And the smell of the park. Oh uh, yeah, hundred you know? percent.
0: Or I, I think see. of like exiting Splash Mountain, walking past like the bathrooms. I can smell the brominated water. Yes. From Splash Mountain.
1: Yes. Yes. Awesome. All right. So the next one. So one major way that Disney keeps the park clean, mm-hmm. right, is their trash collection system. Sure. Right. And I think we've talked about components of this. I think
0: before. we have. Yeah.
1: But here's the specific question I have for you. How many miles per hour is the waste launched in the
0: system? So <laughs> the vacuum tubes. System. Yeah, there's the a vacuum, vacuum tube, tube, tube system, right? Right. Uh, okay. I'm going to say that depends hmm. on the density ...of the particular trash bag.
1: <laughs> that could be. <laughs> that's possible. All right. That might impact, right? Yeah. Like, but
0: seconds. you want an average, I'm, a, what I'm is, assuming. what is the
1: average? Okay. Is the average? So the average. That is the trash is... With a 50-50
0: mix of cardboard and organic waste, <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be um, 26.4 miles per hour.
1: That is... A- a beautifully precise guess. <laughs> it's incorrect, though. It's 60 miles an
0: hour. That's too fast.
1: 60 miles an hour. Trash is gathered and sent through a network of underground pipes called the Automated Vacuum Assisted Collection System, otherwise known as AFACS. This waste is launched at 60 miles per hour That's to reckless. a central location for processing. These routes are connected to the underground utilidor system. That's reckless. For those of you that don't know, there's a whole underground tunnel system, which is how cast members move in and out of the yeah.
0: park. Are you telling me that they're shooting half-eaten Casey's Cornered corn dogs at sixty miles an hour underneath Main Street? Yes, that's reckless. That's Someone needs to do something so about cool. this. Someone's gonna get hurt. <laughs>
1: all right, ready for number three? I'm ready. So we all know the what's the what's the iconic. When you think about Disney World, what comes to your head?
0: Anyone well, now it's just waffle cones. Disney. I'm just thinking about waffle cones on Main Street. But I guess Mickey Mouse is pretty iconic. Okay,
1: second so to Mickey Mouse. With this, the image?
0: The Cinderella's castle.
1: Thank you. Okay, okay, so this question has to pertain to the castle. So a lot of you might not know that there's actually a beautiful sleeping quarters, like a whole suite mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's inside that. I think we have talked about that mm-hmm, a little bit before. Mm-hmm. It's got a 24 karat gold floor. It's mm-hmm. gorgeous.
0: Katy Perry has stayed there. Katy Perry
1: has stayed there. She
0: ordered there. Domino's pizza. Yeah.
1: Katie we gotta talk. We gotta talk. <laughs> Katie if you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> so yeah, so you can book accommodations, right? It's possible. But here's my question. You can't book
0: accommodations. Listen. There. Okay. Listen.
1: How do you get a special stay in this room?
0: Yeah, you either have to be Katie Perry <laughs> Or you have to win a sweepstakes. You can't book that room.
1: That's correct, Justin. Yeah. So I was thinking that it was like a, a money. No. We talked about it before. I thought it was like you just had to have a lot of money, no. or like right, occasionally be like a celebrity. Yeah, can't. They don't even like offer it like their sweepstakes. I guess. I yeah. suppose that they have going at different times. Yeah. Or if well, you're if you invited. think about it,
0: it's a room inside of one of the parks. So logistically, yeah. and someone brought this up recently on another podcast. What do you do? I think it was Bruce, actually, on Unlocking the Magic. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, I think it was. It's like, what happens if you need to, like, go to 7-Eleven at 10 o'clock? Like, how do you get out of the park? Or are they, oh. like, you're locked in there and you just need to, like, how does there that work?
1: There has to be food in the castle. There has to be, like... A... I'm
0: sure they make sure you have... But is that part of it? Like, make sure you have some food because you can't get out till 8 in the morning. <laughs> or is there, like, a you're private right. escort or concierge? Okay, I'm sorry. Is that why you
1: ordered Domino's? That might be why she
0: got Domino's.
1: Because you're right, like the park closes, mm-hmm. the, I would think there would be staff, but mm-hmm. then I'm like, if like I don't know how regularly people are in that room. Cause yeah. that's Like a once a month, and I imagine it's probably. I don't. I think it's pretty night.
0: infrequently. Yeah. yeah. Which makes me think that, because like hotel rooms when they're not used, they kind of get stale. Yeah, so I bet that's kind of a stale room. Or Maybe they, I'm sure they go in and freshen it up. Look.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I bet that's probably cleaned. Mm-hmm. I'm sure every day. Okay. Uh, but that was really fascinating. I didn't know that. So mm. You're doing awesome.
0: Well, I mean, I've never gotten one wrong my entire career, so <laughs> um, no one's surprised.
1: Okay, question for you. So this has to another Magic Kingdom related is question. It, is this number four?
0: It is. Okay. It's
1: number four. What is something that's been abandoned that's near the entrance of Magic Kingdom?
0: Something that's been abandoned near the entrance to Magic Kingdom. My proclivity to save money. <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's good. That's good. No, that's not it. Would you like another guess, Justin? Yes.
0: Okay. Well, the train station's been kind of abandoned for a while. They've been working on that for years now. Correct. <laughs> that's correct. Oh, uh, what else is abandoned over there? Ah, oh, you got me stumped on this one. I don't know. Five, I don't seven, know. great.
1: <laughs> Too fun. <laughs> All right, so it's an abandoned runway. The concrete strip is what remains of Disney's short-lived airport. There's was an airport that was built in 1970 and closed less than two years later.
0: I knew about the airport, but the entrance to Magic Kingdom, or yeah. did you, or Disney World?
1: Uh, Magic Kingdom.
0: Really? Yeah, it
1: abuts the entrance. Wow. Magic Kingdom. That um, I didn't know. Rumor has it that if you were to drive down, it was designed this way. That if you drive down the runway in a car at, at a certain speed hear the notes of when you wish upon a star. That's awesome. So when you land what the sounds in the road. Yeah,
0: that's great. Yeah, so that's so great a great idea. Like,
1: that's so cool. Alright, Justin. You did awesome. You did three
0: out of four today. Four out of four. Excellent. <sighs> Alright, what was the big question? Okay, yeah. So I've got another... So for a big question, it's another terrible challenge. Oh another terrible Disney challenge. Don't
1: do this
0: to <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so here, here it is. You go to Disney World. And it's Magic Kingdom. You you have to queue for ten rides, but you don't get to ride any of them. But
1: you have to queue for ten. What is that? Yeah, mean?
0: you have to get in line for 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 ten rides. And
1: you just wait in the line.
0: And then you have to you can't go on the ride. Okay. Tickets free. Do you take it?
1: That's it. It's just free tickets for. You get
0: day? to experience the park. Yeah. But you have to do the the lines for ten rides, and you don't get to ride any rides all day. I think that's
1: fine because I think there's enough rides. I don't care to ride, but uh-huh. I would love to see. Like beat, just chat with my family. Yeah, and so I think there's easily ten rides.
0: Yeah, and this would change the way you pick rides for sure. You'd pick the rides with the best cues, and maybe the rides that you don't love, so you're not disappointed when you don't get to go on. Right. Peter Pan is a good cue. Peter
1: Pan's Peter Pan's awesome. I do want to ride Peter Pan's. Yeah. Like I would go. I would do Everest. I would do all the rides. Like that's a good
0: cue. Oh, Everest is a great Uh, cue. Jungle Cruise. There's so much to look at but Everest definitely yeah
1: yeah. I, but I would just I would like pick the rides that I'm like not super interested in ha- having to no, ride Everest but...
0: isn't in Magic Kingdom
1: oh this is Magic Kingdom Yeah, it's I it. Magic Kingdom
0: I don't know <laughs> <laughs> that's the rule I made <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean is a really good queue but I would be sad about not riding pirates I don't know if I'd even do this I don't know like if I'm down in Florida I think I'd just pay to get in I don't think I'm taking the free ticket
1: yeah but you would I would, just because if I got a free ticket, you got
0: to go. Half-price tickets for the both of us. Yeah, I, I would, like, do
1: other things. Okay, let's do the ten rides. We could spread them out. We could plan to do it all together, but probably spread them out.
0: What a weird, cruel challenge, though. That is. I was hoping
1: that would be, like, you go once, you, get, you don't get to go on any rides, but then you get, like, free tickets for life, because that's what the other ones no. have been. Well, I'm
0: trying to balance, like, the severity of the challenge with the, with the reward yeah, to make it a I hard decision. Like <laughs> All right, that's the end of it. Hey, uh, stick around, though, because topic today is saving money in Disney World. Mm. So we're going to talk about some ways to, and you know, Disney World's pretty expensive. Right now it gets a little bit more expensive every year. Yep. So if you're wondering how you can save some money, stick around. We're going to talk about that.
1: Please do. And we're going to talk about it in some ways that I think you might not think about, right, that aren't necessarily...
0: We're going to easy Disney. We're
1: going to easy Disney.
0: Let's face it, our lives get more and more complicated every day. Calendars, reminders, to-do lists, who can keep track of it all? Introducing My Genie, a new personal digital assistant based on the artificial intelligence driving Disney's new itinerary planning service. Start by answering a simple questionnaire designed to give My Genie a dynamic and adaptive understanding of your personality and goals. Then simply start up the app, put your day into My Genie's hands. Feeling rushed in the morning? My Genie will offer time and money-saving suggestions based on your preferences. Skip the flat iron this morning. Save 10 minutes with this quick and easy updo. Uh, okay, I'm a bald man. I'm running late though. I, I don't think I'll have time for breakfast today. Mickey ice cream bars are an excellent source of protein, fiber, and essential nutrients. I don't think that's accurate. Hate getting stuck in traffic? My Genie is guaranteed to choose a route that no one else is taking. Drive to the Walmart in Poughkeepsie. Experience the parking lot. Need help organizing your workflow? Simply tell My Genie everything you need to do in your work day and My Genie will optimize your schedule accounting for work habits, task priority, and efficiency. Okay Genie, I need to finish that assessment report, review strategy changes with the team, and file TPS reports by Friday. Get some water from the water cooler. Good idea. A hydrated body is a productive mind. What's next? Next, get some water from the water cooler. Uh, I I just did that. I'm good now. I should probably get started on work, right? Yes, let's get started. Start by getting some water from the water cooler. Jeez Louise. Download My Genie today and start saving time and money tomorrow. My Genie reserves the right to use data collected, such as location data, phone call history, web history, and dietary habits. By downloading My Genie, you agree to have your personal photographs, work habits, and body mass index stored on a remote, insecure server. My Genie takes no responsibility for loss of income, friends, or limbs experienced when using the app. Never leave My Genie alone with children under 13 years old. Everybody, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that brief interlude and chime. <laughs> All right, we're going to talk about saving money on your Disney vacation. Are you ready for this, Autumn? Yeah. Autumn, is this an important topic?
1: It is a very important topic, I think, because money is what you need to go to Disney, and money is something that doesn't grow on trees.
0: It is a finite resource for most yes. of us, yes. So this 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 episode will be for those where money is a finite resource. Yes. <laughs> if um, money is an infinite resource, uh, it's easydizitpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh <laughs> at gmail.com. I'm a travel planner and I'd love to tra- to plan your next Disney vacation. Yeah. And I actually, you know what, I'd love to plan any of your Disney vacations. Not <laughs> just
1: even finite.
0: Not yeah, even the finite ones. Those are actually A little bit more fun for me because I get to use spreadsheets and and do cost comparisons and actually this kind of came from a recent travel planning that I've done for a budget-minded family of five I've been looking at numbers a little bit more closely recently so I thought hey let's redo this episode yeah we did a money-saving episode it was what episode six so can, oh, wild yeah, and we're not. I'm not going to repeat a ton that's on that. Most of the stuff here is new, but so you can go back and check out that episode. It also has a great uh, interview with Erica. It's like a, a Disney oh, yeah. If you want to hear an interview about a Disney family, that's a really great. Yeah, interview. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you also can on that episode here Autumn's initial reaction to Genie Plus when it was first <laughs> explained to her. So if you're wondering what yeah. her opinion, uh,
1: I, I yucked just a <laughs> on
0: that one. <laughs> All right. So we're also going to talk about some biases, some ways that the human brain works that can actually get in the way of saving money by design. Yeah. And then we're going to go over some add-ons that can cost a little bit extra Mm -hmm. and talk about the value of them. Yes. All right. So ready for the first tip, the biggest tip for saving money on a Disney trip? I I think I know what my husband's (laughs) going to say here. All right. First tip is, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: He's going to say, don't go to Disney. Don't
0: go to Disney. You're going to save a ton of money by not going to Disney. Listen, it's you can save thousands, literally thousands of dollars by not going to Disney. So
1: if saving money uh, prevails over your desire (laughs) to go on a vacation to Disney, don't go to Disney. Yes. However... Stay tuned, for those of you listening who want to save money, but are still very much solid. Yes,
0: absolutely. (laughs) But before we jump into that, let's talk about what I mean by not going to Disney. I don't say stay home and twiddle your thumbs, which is the cheapest option, but not really a vacation. But let's just talk a little bit about Universal Studios here, because Universal Studios is, in my opinion, awesome. I think many people would agree with me. You've got two great parks, and if you're into thrill rides... You have them at Universal. Right. The theming is top notch. Is it Disney World? No, nothing's Disney World. That's why they can charge what they charge, because nothing is Disney World or, you know, Disneyland. But it is awesome. It really is awesome. And I think there are some things there that compete or maybe supersede Disney World, like, you know, the Harry Potter parks. Sure. So let's just do a little cost comparison here for a family of five. Right? And a family of five is tricky because you can't do a value resort with a family of five.
1: Right. Which I, on a personal opinion, would be say don't do it. You could get something much nicer and bigger and just stay off-site, honestly, for what you get for a value.
0: Sure. Sure. I don't
1: think... I, if anyone asked me, do value or stay off-site, I'm going to tell you to stay off-site
0: really? instead of doing value 100% yeah. all the time. Okay. I would never say minus, anything 100% minus, all the time because there's a lot of considerations. Minus.
1: Well, see now, i am thinking that minus possibly art of
0: animation. Yeah, and that's actually what I'm going to use for a comparison here. An Art of Animation car suite. Because if you're going, you can put five people in Caribbean Beach Resort, and Port Orleans has uh, five sleeper rooms. Those are moderate resorts. Those will be cheaper than what I'm saying here. But because of what I found to compare it with at Universal, we're talking about an Art of Animation car suite, two bedrooms, kitchenette. Nice. So, seven nights at Art of Animation car suite with five park days with a park hopper is going to cost $7,346, $7, $7,346. So, some, well,
1: that's no food. That's no food. That's no, it's just, just
0: tickets and lodging. 7.3. k. Okay. All right. So now if you want to go to Universal, and that's, that's for, yeah, all four parks. Just the four parks, though. <laughs> if you want to go to Universal for the tickets, it's Universal, Islands of Adventure, and Volcano Bay. So you're getting a water park here, which they consider a full-day park, uh, with park hopping as well, just so they can be somewhat equivalent. So here you're getting three parks instead of four. And the lodging is, it's going to be at Endless Summer, which is one of their newer uh, resorts, a value resort or value plus, I think they call it. But it's a two-bedroom suite. um, And this is going to run $3,874. Wow. Yeah, for five-day, three-park hoppers and that two-bedroom suite. So that's... $3,400. $3,400. dollars 3 dollars well, three point four k difference. Half, it's wow. it's basically half the, the cost. half the
1: cost. $3.4,000. I mean, no, but that's... I mean, you could do a whole another You could do two of those. Or have your floors new floors in your house put in Yeah. whatever you want. But yeah.
0: $3.4,000. Another thing to consider with this Universal is for $8 more ticket or $40 for the family, you can upgrade that five-day pass to an unlimited 14-day pass. Because that's, their, that's their cliff. Yeah. They don't sell past oh. five days because they just say unlimited after five days. Wow. So you could go know. every day of your vacation there. Yeah. So it's half the half So now we go back to the value question. So is Disney better than Universal? Depends on your family. But the question you should ask yourself is, is Disney twice as good as Universal? I think. If you're making like a purely money-based decision.
1: Purely money-based. Exactly. Yeah. Not factoring on what you might want to see or where you have been already or not been. Well, you know what I mean? Like yeah. if you've been to Universal a bunch but you haven't been to Disney. Yeah. That might not Or you love
0: Disney itself. and you don't care yeah. anything about Universal, then yeah. it's kind of an easy decision. It yeah. doesn't matter how much cheaper Universal is if you don't want to go.
1: Right, right. And then, well, that goes back to the, which we do have an episode on, just like values too. So like knowing the budget, like do the money first, mm-hmm. but then right along with that, figure out what is it, what are the top two to three things you're valuing?
0: So, this kind of this is like tip one point a one point a one b whatever is the way the tickets are structured. I think this is a really good example to save money going to both parks is really tough because the first four days on each ticket are where really where they're charging most of the money, yeah like universal's free after the fifth day, and Disney get it's like twenty bucks a day you know it's pretty cheap after the fifth day right. uh depending on the ticket so combining them both you end up paying the most you possibly can which is tough if if you don't plan on going back for a while and you want to experience the most it's really expensive maybe disney will buy universal is that possible no (laughs) No. (laughs) give it 20 years disney's Mm -hmm. buying everything all right second tip here and uh, you already said it stay off-site you want to save money stay off-site you have to factor in transportation and parking Parking is going to be $25 a day at the parks if you're renting a car. Uh, car rentals are expensive right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Uber, I know it, it may um, seem like a bit of a leap of faith to just trust Uber. Right. And like, will Uber be available? Mm-hmm. But a lot of people do it, and you're going to end up saving a good amount of money by just going with Uber. Mm-hmm. And be an off site. Oh, it's
1: probably supposed to, to drive in? Going with Uber is cheaper than.
0: Almost Uber's always. Driving. If you're making multiple trips back and forth, then no. But if you're making like two trips back and forth a day, oh, okay. like that's if you're making me. one trip back and forth, definitely Uber's cheaper. Uh, sure. When you start going to two trips, that may be where it's break even. Mm-hmm. And then three trips, it's probably going to be, which, but that's a lot. <laughs>
1: and there are like, again, this is. The the Uber game in that area is because there's it's just vacation all the time. Yeah. it's not like a shortage of no, there aren't. <laughs> it's not a shortage of Uber. Driving. You will not have to wait. You'll have to wait longer for a bus. Honestly,
0: yeah, I mean like bus, when you, know, it, if
1: you were to stay on site.
0: That's a really bus. good point. It's it's like we're not comparing Uber to driving. If you're comparing to the bus, because when it's the Uber's busy, the buses are very busy. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point so yeah staying off site is going to save a ton of money and there are some really good values down there
1: like more than half yeah (laughs) Yeah.
0: like you're not going to have if you stay at a hotel like Saralago you're not going to have a Disney resort experience don't expect it don't go into Saralago expecting Disney service Rooms or anything like that. There are some good value, like Leaky Tiki Village, is yeah. something I've been really interested in uh, as a as a value because they have like a really cool looking pool. The rooms are a bit dated, but the value, like we're looking at a week costing five six hundred dollars in July.
1: Yeah. yeah, but space, food, amenities.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: so like it's not Disney, but you will get like a you, like walk in and be like, oh, yeah, and have food included and have I mean for just your mouthful of all. Yeah. Guess.
0: Well, Leaky Tiki doesn't <coughs> include food.
1: Okay. Yeah. But, other but the, there's
0: too. a so but the comparison we made this morning cuz we're looking at for planning our own in 2023 yeah. is um renting DVC points and spending $4,000 on a, a one bedroom at Animal Kingdom Lodge yeah. or spending $600 for a two bedroom at Leaky Tiki. Yeah. It's a huge that's a huge difference. Yeah. that's a huge difference. I mean,
1: that's, Again, money that's just in your pocket or if you're like Hey, I just really want to go and be in the parks and eat out and have to worry about food. You will yeah. still have extra money if yeah. you choose to stay off site and eat out. So I mean, know?
0: that's a big comparison. Not everyone is doing like a bigger family that where you need multiple bedrooms, but right. it's definitely worth looking into. You don't have to stay on site is I think the way you put it. All right, another cost saving, eat less sit down meals. They're expensive to begin with and then there's tip and then there's tax. So even what you see on the website, it's going to be a lot more than that. So a a chef Mickey for a family of five, two adults, three kids, it's $274 all in. That's, you know, that's your lunch or dinner It's $274. You do that five nights. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. And I mean, is it you're going to Disney World because of special experiences, though, and the character meals like define a special experience. So like the motivation to do that, and it is huge, Mm -hmm. you know, And if you can, great, but if you're trying to save money, that's one of the first places I look.
1: Yeah, I definitely. And see how you can maybe combine that or make another experience, you know, like Mm -hmm. there's so much at Disney, Mm -hmm. that also even if you're bummed about one thing that being able to work out for whatever reason, like there's likely something else that you'll like at least just as much, or I don't know, maybe doing, getting something from quick service and then like going to do a meet and greet with a princess, like no, well, it's not the same thing. No. But like you got this cool quick service food with kids, kids love, like, whatever. And then like, and then like while I was eating it, I got to go by the parade or, like, as I was eating my lunch. Le- you know, so like, oh, I'm sorry. Get the like, the concept. I
0: just had this uh, image of me like showing up to that Tiana meet and greet and putting my arm around her shoulder because it's post or pre COVID, but having like a big turkey leg in my hand, just <laughs> like very yeah. classic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Don't, don't do that. Do that. No, yeah. that's not if you get problem. grease on that dress, it's gonna be a yeah. problem, man. Yeah, that's not cool. But I know that's a great point. And there's so so there are some heavily themed quick service options. Yes. there That are. so you can have a fun, cool Disney unique experience without paying the money. satuli Canteen in the World of Avatar. Do you remember satuli yeah. Canteen?
1: Yeah.
0: It's a really well themed. Really
1: cool. It was beautiful. I had these like it was like dome. Yeah, you're in an yeah. old hangar
0: that's yep. like been reclaimed by the forest and there's also a lot of interesting easter eggs in that place mm-hmm. you, can, okay. you can spend some time looking at the stuff in there yeah. there's some really cool things and there, there's a bunch like that if you want more uh, suggestions just drop me an email I'll send you a bunch of suggestions for heavily themed quick service easydissipodcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. or just check out our website at easydisit.com. that's right so those are some big ones those are the ones that are going to save you the most money yes now, Autumn, are you familiar with the term nickel and dime? Yes, I am. When someone nickel and dimes you? Yes. So this is something, it comes from like, a nickel isn't a big deal, right? And a dime isn't a big deal. The nickels and dimes add up. They add up. Yeah.
1: And we like a- another term for this, right? If, if something like that adds up, right? It's like being upsold to Yes. upselling.
0: And that's exactly it. for
1: a period of time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: So one tip is to avoid these upsells which easier said than done. Yeah. Because these upsells contain value. Like there's value in these. That's why people buy them. Right. But is
1: so it the value that you need, right? Like it might not actually be the value that you want or so right.
0: looking for. So. Right. And you have to be savvy about how you appraise the value. So there's some tricks that Disney and other companies use to encourage you to spend more. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're kind of built in. So let's talk about those first. Before we talk about the upsells, let's talk about a couple tricks that our brains play on ourselves and that, you know, Disney and other companies know about. The first one is the sunk cost fallacy.
1: Yeah.
0: So so sunk cost fallacy describes our tendency to follow through on an endeavor if we have already invested time, effort, or money into it, whether or not the the cost of that outweigh the benefits. I think... If you've spent, if you did the budget and you've, you've you're already $6,000 into this vacation. Yeah. Right. And it's, you know, you're there to make your family happy. What is $15 a day per right. person? Right. That's a nickel. Right. It's a dime. Right. It's not a big deal. But that is a fallacy. You yes. know, like it is. And, and Disney's relying on that, yep. that train of thought to yep. make money. It still may be true. And I think in some extreme cases, especially. Right. If you look at the the Star Cruiser, right? It's like, if you've spent $5,000 to go on the Star Cruiser, would you pay $30 a night for the captain's table? Mm -hmm. I'm going to. For an extra three courses, absolutely. I'd be... Disney uh, Genie Plus, though, is actually substantially more than that, especially for a family of five.
1: Yeah, that is... It is.
0: And this can actually, this sunk cost fallacy can actually get us in more ways than just our money, right? Because if you've spent this money, you've sunk this cost, it also is going to affect our behavior. So this might manifest as staying later in the parks, trying to get those fireworks in, when you maybe, no one wants to be there, <laughs> you know?
1: That You know, that's a good point. What I was just thinking about is like pressure sometimes when we... Sink so much of a resource into something, then yes. there's this pressure that, like, we have to enjoy it or you need to be happy yes. or we have to, you know, and it's we have like, to experience that's it. Not, that's how you feel, but that's not where everybody else is at, you know, and that can certainly impact.
0: Autumn, have you ever seen me at a buffet?
1: Yes. Have you
0: ever seen me after a buffet?
1: Yes.
0: Is it a pretty sight? No. No, <laughs> because of the sunk cost fallacy. Yes. I'm hitting the high target items yeah. and I'm, I'm overindulging mm-hmm. 100% and I get a tummy ache. But because of the sunk cost especially an expensive buffet, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> and that's why I don't do buffets anymore. I think I maybe learned the lesson, but yes. probably yeah. not. We'll see. Gambling, no. I
1: think that comes up too. Huge. Like, oh, I lost, but uh, it's just like a hundred more dollars. Hundred more dollars,
0: and right, yes. so you you rationalize. I so more. played a good amount of poker in my life, and this is something that you hear at the table mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. You, hit, well, I'm already in fifteen hundred. You know, as they're peeling off yes. hundreds from their wallet. You know, I'm already in for two grand. Mm-hmm. I might as well. And it's, uh, yeah, that's what makes casinos money. And in this case, that's what makes Disney money. This yes. this little trick that happens in our brain.
1: Yeah.
0: So, yeah, be careful, be careful with the sunk cost fallacy. I think the, the key there is just to consider the actual cost of the item that you're about to purchase. Mm-hmm. Isolated from everything else. Right. Is this worth? We did the analysis on Genie Plus and there were... Um, was it last week or the week before? It was the week before yeah, last before, week. I think. Yeah, it was before. episode 31. Uh, and for that particular circumstance that we talked about, it was probably worth it, sure. right? But that won't always be the case. Right. Maybe the cousin of uh, the uh, sunk cost fallacy is the commitment bias. So the commitment bias, also known as the escalation of commitment, describes our tendency to remain committed to our past behaviors, uh, particularly those exhibited publicly, even if they do not have desirable outcomes, so this is yeah. big for brands who want like uh, brand loyalty. Yeah. If you ever wondered how Disney can charge as much as they do for annual passes, like if you do the cost yes. benefit, like there's definitely a lot of people that don't get the value from the annual right. pass or their timeshare option, the DVC. Right. This bias goes a long way in explaining that. Right. It's like once you're in, you're in, you're committed. Let's go. I'll right. spend it. And if you, if you got mad at me before at the top of the show for comparing Universal to Disney, that might be the commitment bias at uh, at, at play. Right. Like more Disney family. We don't do Universal, we're a Disney family. Yeah. Which is, it's a human characteristic that, you know, uh, can cost us money. I'm not saying it's always bad. Yeah. yeah. There's a certain funness to that.
1: Black or white. Yeah. I don't, yeah. It's not a situation that you look at black or white, but you should look at it in comparison to your funds and what it is that is important to you, right? Yeah.
0: I mean, if you've ever said, we're we're an on site family, we only stay on site, Mm -hmm. and you want to save money, maybe evaluate that statement. Uh, you know? I really like that, too. And that
1: might change, right? Like, your value in any situation, right, is going to change over time. Yeah. And um, that's okay. Like, allow yourself that flexibility.
0: Yes. allow. I like that. Allow yourself that flexibility yeah. to change. Yeah. Alright, last one. Are you loving these?
1: I'm, I'm, I'm loving enjoying, these. I'm enjoying the way that we're talking about it. Like, I like it. I like talking about the root.
0: This one is huge. It's huge in marketing, and it's yeah. huge in Disney. And Disney is, they're kind of vicious with this one. Uh, it's called the bundling bias. Can you imagine what this is? Yeah. So it describes our tendency to not use all the experiences that are bought as a group, which means that we don't get the full value of the bundle compared oh, if we've made individual purchases. Yeah, like cable companies when they call us, like we don't have a phone we haven't had, I don't think I've ever had a phone as an adult, but they'll like call you with this deal, I can save like80 dollars a month. On services I don't use. <laughs> exactly. Well,
1: now with Disney, the thing that's coming to mind for me is the Dining Plan.
0: Yes. I feel like that's a bundle that's that having... is a bundle. That is a bundle. Like the
1: convenience of it seems like it's outweighs. Yeah. the Cost and the value.
0: And the value I think you get from bundles is it reduces decisions you have mm-hmm. to make, which can have value. Right. So like there is mm-hmm. value in these things, but I, I'm just if you want to save money, you have to take a look at the value a little bit closer. And sometimes a bundle will save you money. And often that's how it's presented. Right. So if it does save you money, just make sure that you're going to use all the services that you're saving money on.
1: Yes. Right. That's how. That's the value there. Sometimes it's like, oh, I'm saving money. But it's like, yes, but if it's on something you're not going to use, then are you saving money? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So on the surface, it sounds, a lot of these upselling on the surface sound reasonable. So if it, almost if it sounds too easy, maybe it maybe it is. There are some things in life that are actually really yeah. great deals, but yeah. just pause and allow yourself time to like analyze it
0: yeah because I mean there's a motivation to sell you more things so companies are willing to give discounts if you buy more things and yeah. if you're going to use all those things and you, you want those things then bundle for sure right. yeah. so taking those things in mind let's talk about some upsells let's talk about some add-ons that disney has available the first one is genie plus
1: yep i'm not gonna go into this apparently I need to <laughs> you need to let
0: go of do not bring up fast pass in this conversation is all i ask <laughs> I'm sure that's a fallacy somewhere. Uh, So Genie Plus, you know, a lot of people have assessed the value, uh, the monetary value of Genie Plus in terms of saving time. And many people agree that it can be valuable at Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios, almost never at Epcot. Sometimes the right. Animal Kingdom. Uh, you have the option when you buy your tickets, whether, you know, through a, a travel agent like me or online, to bundle your Genie Plus to prepay it ahead for of time. All the, the thing is, you have to buy it for the entire price of your ticket. The, the entire length of your, your ticket, yeah.
1: So with like every park? It,
0: like, every park. Price? No, I
1: feel like that's a bad idea.
0: There's no cost difference, so they're not even giving no. you a buck off. And you're right. On your Epcot day, it's probably not going to save you that much time, but you're still going to pay for it. Same deal with Animal Kingdom, you know? And if you're a family that uses, you know, that goes for early entry and uh, stays late if you're in a deluxe, you might be able to get that value elsewhere. Right. Yeah, so, so look at that. Look to see how many times you're actually going to visit Magic Kingdom in Hollywood Studios. Yes. And um, even though, as like a, a travel planner, I get a commission if you book it with me. Early. Right. I I get commission on that. Uh, I don't get commission if you buy a day of. I don't. I can't think of a circumstance where I'd personally recommend that to somebody. Even right. though I make a commission and on. To it. Buy it ahead. No, yeah. I mean if they really want to, I'll definitely do it. And, you know, it's kind of the one thing is that it's like you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to wake up and purchase it. But you have to wake up to book them at seven a.m. anyway if right. if you want to use it. Right. It's just it's not a that's a way you can save money. Don't get any Plus for every day.
1: Yeah, yeah, and especially certain parks, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah, that's great.
0: That's great. Uh, another one here is the individual lightning lane selections. So this is not the Genie Plus, but the ones you have to pay piecemeal. I think these can, once again, save you time. They can be worth it, but just be careful for that sunk cost fallacy. Yeah. Hey, I paid $270 for lunch. I'm going to pay $11 to ride Ratatouille. Whatever.
1: <laughs> that's an X. Ex- that's a, such a good example. Like $11, yeah. Yeah,
0: it's 11 but it's $11 each for each member of your party. Right. That's Remember, good. the
1: total cost is not individual. Yeah. It's for your whole, everyone that's with you.
0: Yeah. That's something to consider.
1: That's real.
0: Here's another one. Another add-on. Memory Maker.
1: Yes, that was the other one I was thinking of. I'm glad that's on
0: there. Do you know how much Memory Maker is?
1: 140?
0: It goes up all the time. So it's actually, it's um 170. This is... Oh. Yeah. And that's if you pre-book it. So this is one where they actually offer you a discount if you pre-book it. It's 170 if you pre-book it. It's 200 if you purchase. And that, I, just,
1: I think, unless unless you're getting married, yes. Disney, which I assume then you would <laughs> already have yourself allotted a budget. I, $200. That's a lot. That when we, we have the phones that we have.
0: We have cool phones.
1: And I just. It's
0: hard. That's a lot of money. So and they try and make it better and more appealing. I, I like the ride photo aspect of it. That
1: was cool. That was you know,
0: because cool. right. ride photos you can't get yourself, right. and they're awesome. Mm-hmm. I don't like waiting in line mm-hmm. though. You know, so for like the the icon pictures, I really don't want to yeah. wait in line. I'd rather kind of do a selfie and just right. take fifty and try and get a good one. But I think you know I've heard a lot of people say this is valuable. If you're always the camera picture taker and you're never in the pictures, that no, that
1: know? is a good point. And I like that you said about the rides. So and now I'm thinking about that. No, there certainly is, I think, value in, like, maybe even certain trips yes. where I'd want to get it. Is this, like, a definite all-the-time
0: thing? So it's a flat no. rate. It's a flat rate. So it's going to be cheaper per day on your longer chips. If you're going for two days, that's a hard sell for me. Yes. If I'm going for seven days, it starts Definitely. to be a little bit more reasonable. Right. And if I really want to make sure I have pictures, then it's a little bit more reasonable. But... I- this is another. A couple of those fallacies can get in the way. You know, the sunk cost. If I'm already five thousand in, what's another two hundred dollars? Evaluate that two hundred dollars for what it's going to get you, not for the percent change in your total trip cost. Right
1: there, that's that's it. Like, can you
0: repeat that? Uh, evaluate the add-ons for the value that they're going, for the value they provide for their, the, for the. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's <laughs> it. For, yeah, for the value that they actually can provide, not the percent in relation to how much. Oh does. yeah,
0: evaluate by the cost of the add-on, not by the percent change in your overall trip cost. That's it. Yeah, that's how to avoid the, the sunk cost fallacy. You know, we got upgrades, room upgrades. Going from standard view to a pool view can be <laughs> yeah. pretty expensive.
1: Again, and think about how much. Like a lot of times, right? We like we Mujiavijanum literally go with the cheapest, the cheapest place we're doing other things like the value on our trip for us isn't something else but there are some trips and we're just and I were having a conversation this morning like we think our next upcoming disney trip is a trip where we might we do want to spend some more time right? yeah so more value and kind of the amenities yeah of the hotel like we might be willing to put more money in and listen to other things
0: yeah but even that like we're, we're talking about animal kingdom lodge yeah i'm it's uh, the savannah view room it's it's a huge jump. That's and that's yeah. that's the biggest jump between views, I think, because it's a Savannah. Right. It could be reasonable. The only thing I I want you to say to say, if you're going to save money, don't if you if you're trying to save money, don't look at it as twenty dollars more a night. Look at the total cost. It's going to add to your trip with tax. Total cost. And look at that number because that's not how it's presented to you initially. You know, it is they always give you the nightly price, not the total the total package cost. Yes.
1: So just in summary, just I just. Two like big takeaways with money: don't consider it individual because most of us are going to Disney not by ourselves, or with mm-hmm. a group of people. So mm-hmm. always, whenever our cost is presented, it's probably per uh, person, per person, per room, per night. Yeah, right? they're not going to give you the lump sum amount because to yeah. scare people away. Yeah, but so always look at that. Just always look at what's it going to be for the group. How much is the, the upgrade to a nicer room for the total trip? Yep. Always have that in your back pocket.
0: And then there's, there's some cool experiences that you can do. You know, the new experiences in, uh, you know, in the Galaxy's Edge that are behind a paywall now. You know, building that lightsaber for 220 or, you know, building the droid. Cool stuff. We'll go back to that same thing. Consider it for the cost of that individual item. not You know, the increase in your overall vacation, which will be minimal, but that's what a nickel and dime is. It's a minimal increase that adds up.
1: And if you're, because again, I'm putting myself in the perspective of someone that maybe that hasn't been to Disney, maybe went to Disney once, probably have some uncertainty about what there is or what things might come up that you're like, oh, wow, I wish I knew that. Yeah. So what I advise to you is really go on their site and like really took, like go by park and really look at everything that's there. Yeah. If there is something that looks really cool that you really want to eat or the kids would enjoy, write that down. If there is something and then like really get an idea because I would hate that's got to be a crappy feeling to, like, get to the park, see something that's really cool and you had no idea there was, like, lightsaber. You get a lightsaber and you get lightsaber training, you know, and then you didn't plan for it. So, yeah. take your time. And I'm also going to say that there's things that can and change. So, definitely call your friendly neighborhood travel agent, <laughs> my husband, Justin, because um, he can tell you all about those little nooks and crannies. <laughs> I know
0: about all the nooks and crannies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Should have a new segment. It. We really should have a new like segment on the podcast.
1: And Grannies of Disney. <laughs> Cranny chat.
0: <laughs> Cranny chat. All right. So here's another one. Travel insurance is offered through Disney, and this is another thing that works out really well for, for me. If you because that's commissionable, and it also protects my commission. So there's like a little bit of, of motivation for me as a travel planner to to encourage you to get this. Um, and with COVID and everything, maybe it's a good deal. Honestly, I'm going to say travel insurance probably is a good deal, but you can get better values from outside agencies, right? right? Yeah. So, um, like significant, significant changes. So, but I mean, if you want to bundle it all together, cool. Just keep in mind the bundling fallacy here uh, is is at is at work. Yeah. You know, yes, we can include it, but it, you're going to pay a premium on that. Right. Disney provided ground pre- transportation. It's another little add-on that you can add. It's expensive. Uber's cheaper. There are things to consider involving car seats. If you're traveling with multiple kids, Uber is probably not going to work for you. That's true. Uh, you know, Uber X plus car seat, they, they, they one car seat, you know, it's like a $10 upcharge. But if you have multiple car seats, it's not...
1: The Uber drivers just reflecting on ours that were so great, yeah. and we basically like there was one in particular. And I'm like, is this guy a cast member? Yeah, and he just had all sorts he had of all the knowledge like, he yeah. made, which is cool because like, so it's fun that, that just those things can be a part of your experience too, right? That's you true. You be walking back to the parking lot. Yeah. when you get an Uber, like. There is so much experience in Disney, even in areas where you don't think there's going to be.
0: So couple things with the Uber. So we had all great experiences, but yeah. Disney doesn't control who drives Uber. So you you might not have a great experience. And if you don't have a great experience, Uber they might refund your money, but you're right. not gonna get like the Disney treatment. There we mentioned about uh, car seats, you can only have one car seat. <laughs> yeah. Oh stop. <laughs> you in the Uber car seats there's actually been a new regulation where you have to be at least two years old and there's actually weight requirements. So you can't put infants in Uber car seats anymore. So oh, wow! Oh,
1: so that then you just need to have a car.
0: Yeah. That? Yeah. So that's something to consider as well. Oh, that's something to consider as well. Okay. And then the last one I have here, you touched on it earlier is the Disney dining plan because mm. this touches on a couple of things. Yes. You know, this is big bundling fallacy for sure.
1: Bundling is seemingly convenient.
0: Yep. There's also, like, if you've done this once or twice, it's kind of, from what I hear from people, like, people really love this. You know, so I don't want to dissuade, if you love this, I don't want to dissuade you from getting this. If you love this, get it every time you go. But if you need to save money, this is a great place to look to save money. A great place to look.
1: Why is that? Let's talk about how you act, what you actually have to do to get the value that it costs
0: it would require eating the most expensive thing on the menu at the most expensive restaurants, basically. Each time. Each time. And, and like a
1: dessert and snack, right?
0: Right, because that's, that's all bundled in there. So right. do you get an appetizer and dessert every time you go out to eat? Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Probably not. You know, probably not. Uh, do you get that many snacks a day? Do you always eat two snacks a day or one snack a day, whatever the packages you're looking at? Probably not. And this is evidenced by people leaving vacation with Suitcases full of Mickey uh, yeah. Rice Krispie treats, you know, because yeah. they want to use up their entitlements or, you know, Dasani water bottles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's, if you love it, go for it, you know, if that's your thing. And people do love it. But if you're looking to save money, look at the Disney dining plan, look at what you actually use. Um, talk to someone like me who's a demon with the spreadsheets. Yeah. And, uh, and, I'll, and,
1: and, I, <laughs> and at no cost to you. At no cost right? to you.
0: Um, and, uh, we'll work it out and, and I'll let you know how much money you can save by not using the Disney dining plan. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's a good one. And I, again, I think like that dining plan itself is, could be a, a separate episode.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd like to do it because so, I feel like, I was
1: like... just thinking that Justin, I was just like, it would be cool because still neither of us have ever done it. No, a you know? l- l- little so
0: background I, here. I want
1: to do it to just like, have the experience and come back and talk to you all about
0: it the, the, where I am personally and where I am personally isn't it may flavor my recommendations but it isn't what my recommendations are based on right. but where I am personally prior to our last trip I had never eaten at a Disney sit down Right. it just wasn't within my like calculations right. you know but I do see the value in them because they're awesome you know I know they're awesome and I know people love them so right. I think people should do them um it's part of what makes Disney Disney if you if you're looking to save money, that is a great place to look. But yeah. but you know what would be cool about it. It's just kinda like it's just not worrying about it. Just it's not like, worrying
1: about food, yeah. Just like oh.
0: And okay. I think that's the commitment fallacy. It's like we're kinda mm-hmm. Disney dining plan ballers. We don't have to worry about this. Yeah. That's gonna feel good. Yes. So order whatever you want off the menu, not worry about it. That sounds that's, great.
1: It's yeah, no, then there is absolute value in that for sure.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else on them? any other ways you want to save money at Disney World?
1: You no. You hit on the two that I was hoping that I came up with that I was thinking of. Now, I think those are really big ones, and maybe next time we could share. But if we were to add up the cost of all that for a family of five, how much more money that would add to a trip? All those things. Oh yeah. Okay. We should literally add that up. All in. right.
0: I'll just I'll add it up and I'll I'll add it right here. Hello, Justin. I have run the calculations you have requested for a family of five. The add-ons you indicated would cost an additional 4388 American dollars. Please let me know if I can be of any further assistance. Wow, that's a huge number. Autumn, isn't that a huge, huge number?
1: Huge number. <laughs> wow. So so those are things to keep in mind. Number one, uh, never look at the number that they're giving you. Always consider it for, per length of your stay. Yeah, so you really don't, don't
0: look at it per person. Number. Look at it at the total Yes. cost, yeah, the total cost and not as a percentage of what you already paid to avoid the sum cost fallacy. Correct. Yeah.
1: And if you're going and again and you're like unsure about like hey, I'm worried that I wanna, I'm gonna wanna, i going to want to put money towards something and I'm going to miss it or there's something that I don't know mm-hmm. um, again, really reach out to us. We love talking about Disney. Give us a call.
0: Yeah, we might have some cheaper alternatives for you. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Thanks everyone.
0: Alright everybody, thank you so much for listening today. I hope you enjoy the show I love anytime I get a chance to uh, nerd out, look at the numbers and try and save money and also talk about, you know, psychological mechanisms. That's a a favorite pastime of mine so thanks for bearing with me. I hope you enjoyed it Uh, I'd also like to give a special shout out to a listener uh, Ryan really made some great artwork for the show. We have it hanging now in our studio proudly. We uh, we have some listeners submitted artwork and we love it. Thank you so much, Ryan. We hope you enjoy the show. And if you got any ideas for uh, segments or content that you would like to hear, please let us know, and uh, we'll do our best. I'd like to encourage everyone out there, all you listeners, check out easydisit.com. We got all the episodes up there. We have a couple of cool features for listeners to the show. A comic book page we had commissioned uh, describing strategies uh, that kids can use um, to get over when they can't get something they want in the park. It's a cool thing we put together. Check it out. Uh, There's also a character building sheet on there. If you're into role-playing or you want to get into role-playing and build a Star Wars character, uh, either for a voyage on the Galactic Star Cruiser or just for fun, check it out there Easydizit.com. Check out our Instagram, at easydizzit. You can message us there. Say hi there. If you're not big into the email, Podcast at gmail.com, easydizzit on Instagram is a great way to get in touch. And if you'd like any help planning a future vacation, or just want to talk about a Disney vacation, no obligation, just friendly internet-based banter, happy to do it. Get in touch, and we'll talk Disney, we'll talk Universal, we'll talk vacations. All right, until next time, Easy Dizit. Thank you.